welcome to the Parenting Podcast. Moms, wherever you are in your parenting journey, or however you became a mom, we want to come alongside, addressing your questions and concerns with helpful insight to lighten your load as we dive into the reality of parenting. We are your co-hosts, Cheryl and Ellen, and we want to share practical answers, but our goal is to have relevant discussions that give you heart and strengthen you both today and for the years ahead. So join us now at the TPP table as we share together, helping you flourish and bringing your heart hope. Hi, listeners. Everybody, you all welcome uh, TPP. What? Yes, my ponytail holder just broke, and that is like <laughs> life for my thick red hair in the middle of summer. It's not. Oh. I'm so sad. I know, but your hair is so beautiful. Uh, even no. though we're in air conditioning. Well, so. for now, until yes. it gets outside and it starts <laughs> frizzing everywhere. This is such a crisis. I, well, at our house, all our girls having yeah. ponytail holder is like a precious commodity. Mm-hmm. It's true. To, buy anything i think you probably buy in bulk yeah yeah. hair ties yeah and there's a famine right now we go through peaks and valleys yeah the hair ties you should have your hidden stash yes well i used to but i'm running out of hiding spot (laughs) (laughs) well mine we would have them around doorknobs yes yeah and so my kids as they began disappearing all the time they'd come in mine start feeling all of mine and so even though nobody lives with me anymore i still kept right around doorknobs just to have a fun memory. I don't put them on doorknobs anymore because now that I have 17 grandchildren, I use what? them as locks. Uh, and well, so because my sister-in-law does this you can too. Stretch, oh. You can stretch the band like if you have two little, um, you know, cabinet knobs. knobs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And they, the littler kids who you don't want to get in there, they can't get them off. Right. So. so she also has a command hook on top of her cabinet. Yeah. And then uses it to latch to the command hook from the knob. That's Pretty clever. Yeah. 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 I don't what's a command hook? You know, like the little sticky they're like with the scotch tape. They have the sticky back and they're like uh-huh. plastic hooks that uh-huh. you can do for hanging pictures. So oh. she'll put it on her countertop and then the ponytail holder goes from the cabinet knob up to the cabinet top to hold so the so it does the same it. way, but yeah. Don't, don't. Well, if you don't have another one to latch it to, you need something. Well, we went through and put for our grandkids when they were little all those metallic locks. You know, my husband yeah. right. drilled them in and everything. Well, then you wind up losing the look. <laughs> yeah, and then you find it a little weak. It's like losing the remote. Yes, it's a pain in the neck when you want to get in your own cabinet. Yeah. Right. So right. we gave up on that one. <laughs> oh, we are talking about the world's worst problems. Aren't oh, we? I know. I know. <laughs> um. But I did found you talked about hanging picture hanging. Uh-huh. Something I didn't know about. And they're either called monkey or gorilla clips. And it's okay. for hanging pictures. And you know, I've just repainted my house. Right. And so my son was gonna come over and start helping me hang things. I'm oh drilling because yeah, no, all that. And he said, No, just get these because you make a tiny yep. hole and it does something with the physics. It's it's just this little tiny metal filament, but it's strong because it's isometric. Wow. And it pulls against itself. So okay. you just punch it through the sheetrock. Okay. And then it pushes against itself and it can hold 35, 50 pounds. That's like scientific decorating. I know. <laughs> and then when you don't need them, right. you have pinholes 
instead oh. of big anchors. And yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That is great to know about. So welcome to the <laughs> parenting, <useful> decorating, <laughs> hardware, <laughs> childproofing podcast. And speaking about world problems and issues, Danae's not here because she's got COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Poor thing. I know. Yeah. She's doing well, recovering, resting, but. But it's interesting because we have moved from pandemic to endemic. Yeah. And also, I'm thankful because everybody I've known that's had it recently, it's been mild. Mm -hmm. They felt pretty miserable, but it's been mild. Yeah, that's what they're saying. The the new stuff coming through is not like it was where you had to be hospitalized. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I guess that's going to be going around till the end of the year, at least, if not till next year. And the interesting thing is, I know more people right now that have been exposed or have it. Mm-hmm. I had a family member that mm-hmm. had it this week. So many people that have traveled come home mm-hmm. and they've got it. Just an interesting place. Right. Well, they were saying uh, everyone in the United States will eventually get it. Whether they're super sick or not, they'll just, they're going to get it. Gosh. That's the, what the news is saying. What so. we've lived through together for two years. You know, you were saying the other day, Christy, talking about, Wish you'd gone in 2020 and taken pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we used to just go driving to get out of the house during the shutdown. And, and I remember thinking, gosh, it looks like a ghost town in our town. And I wish I would have taken more pictures of yeah, all the closed yeah. streets, you know, just vacant. Yeah. Skies but vacant. But I think at that time we didn't know. Is this like a terrible zombie movie right that's thing. how it felt yeah. i mean We're we apocalyptic. Could driving if after you know yeah. especially at night it was just it was weird it yeah it was very weird yeah i'm really thankful to be through that for sure and, and sorry because a lot of people's lives yes right tragically changed can't lessen the the effects and the deaths and the just the general tragedies and the disruption mm-hmm. to everyone's life mm-hmm. i went and now trying to get back into whatever new normal is for all of us. Right. And it, it is one that changed the calendar clock. Right. That 2020 mm-hmm. means really yeah. something. It's changed. Just... I've noticed when I read an article or listen to a podcast, I will look at the date. Not oh. so much as I did maybe a year or two ago, but to see if it, especially depending on the content, but if it was before COVID or after COVID, yeah. because the perce- perception has changed. Yes on different topics. Well, it's interesting because I'm I'm listening to a book and it's like a detective spy type thing. I enjoy that level of like a John Grisham Mm -hmm. type book. And so I've listened to a few of them and it's very interesting because this is a most recent one and they're having it happen in 2020. Oh, wow. Oh, isn't that funny? Uh Wow. So it's interesting because he's writing it post-2020. Yeah. But referring to it because it is a cultural thing right and the different things and mask or vax or Mm -hmm. just the characters Mm -hmm. learning to deal with it and and what they're doing it because it's not a major topic in the story but it's the first thing i've read that's been fiction that's had this as a part of the story you know they talk about like the setting in some stories becoming a character that's kind of mm-hmm. kind of has the same idea yeah. to it that COVID is kind of a character in our life. Well, the sci-fi I'm reading is about an alien virus that came from another planet. But it just Wait, was sci-fi or sci-non-fi. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that was what I thought was funny because when I picked it up to read it, I didn't realize it was going to be about a virus. So uh-huh. it ended up kind of being funny. 
in a sci-fi way. Oh, well, and you go back to old sci-fi, like Andromeda Stray. Yeah. So many different ones, you know, and then to see them back in context or the movies Contagion. I mean, they're just different books mm-hmm. or movies mm-hmm. that... Well, that's a fear we all have. Yeah. That you're going to get something and then the sci-fi takes it even farther that you're going to turn into something right. because of the virus right. so, and how it's going to alter you. Mm-hmm. So. We're sorry for the loss, like we say again. I'm thankful for where our world is in a better place with it than we were. Right. So we have a really exciting announcement for all of you listening to this today. One of the core values that we have here at the Parenting Podcast, when we first came up with it, this is what we want to be, is inclusive. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. we always say, however you became a mom, whatever your situation is, we want to embrace you and, and to have you be a part of us. Yes. And uh, I don't know if having Dr. Kelly Stevens on has been actually a more motivator, but in the last few weeks, I've particularly had several dads, either through their wives or directly to me, text me and say, why do you only say moms? Oh, yeah. So I go, well, we just, I didn't know that dads might be interested in what we're talking about. Right. And they're not going to be interested in everything, but yeah. they've said, I listen and I'm not a mom. So, da 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 da. In keeping with who we want to be anyway, we are now intentionally becoming the parenting podcast. And so we're not going to just say moms, we're going to say parents. Right. Because we want to embrace dads as well. And grandmas. And yeah, yeah. I know my daughter Natalie's a nanny and she has asked me things with the kids that she nannies and I'll say, hey, we have a podcast episode about that and send send (laughs) it to her. So, yeah. 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 Because our goal is how can we love these children in our care better? Right. Yeah. Grandparents. So many grandparents nowadays are raising their grandchildren Mm -hmm. or the grandchildren stay with them all day long where the parents work. So. Or if. I weren't doing the parenting podcast because I have grandchildren. I didn't do everything like this with my children. Mm-hmm. And I want to be a better grandparent than I was parent. Right. So I would want to listen to some of this to learn to love my grandchildren better. Mm-hmm. And I have a friend who's fostering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she'll ask me some questions, not specific to the fostering aspect, but just the caretaking, loving of the children. The parenting. Right. The parenting. Yeah. I'm getting a little taste of that grandparenting thing just in, when I have my nieces and nephews around. Like you said, there's so many things I wish I would have done differently mm-hmm. that now I get to now you be, be a the part cool of the auntie yeah. because you know how to handle certain Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just telling you, listeners, if you know someone who is grandparent mm-hmm. or fostering or a nanny, or however they're caring about children, right? Invite them to listen and be a part of this. And let the dads, if you're married, let your husbands know. I know my husband recommends, he's a professional counselor, and he will recommend our podcast. If someone has a specific issue they're thinking about, he'll recommend it to his clients. Great. Yeah, I mean, whenever you send this to the dads or other people in your life, don't send it as, hey, you need to be a better parent. Yeah, <laughs> my, kids, I used to, my kids used to say I would prayer lecture like I would pray it for them. And I'd say, oh, Lord, please help them, you know, be kind. And they'd say, Mom, this is a prayer lecture. You're not really praying. Oh, wow. That's yes. good. Yeah. Right. 
be an encouragement. Yes, true. Well, in celebration of this new inclusion and dads, I have a question from a dad. Okay. And so this says question. When my kids were little, it was easier. I could get down on my hands and knees and play with them or tussle and tickle and be silly. And now, especially as they're getting older, how do I connect with them on a regular basis? I feel so awkward. Do you have some tips? Do I try to play with them on their own terms? I don't know what to do, and I don't have anybody I can really ask. Good question. Yeah, that is a really good question. I know my husband has struggled with this, with especially having all daughters. You know, it gets yeah. kind of awkward come teen years where they have different levels of comfort or ways that they want to connect. You know, it's not like you said the piggyback rides and yeah. tickling on the floor kind of thing anymore as they get older. And also remember, and I think this is hard, especially for dads, oh, my little girl's growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, they. Mm-hmm. I think dads kind of like to lock their children, especially their daughters, maybe in a little box a little tighter. Right. And not realize, oh, she's acting that way because she is 14. Right. You know, and that's that's something a dad probably needs to realize, oh, am I treating her her age. Mm-hmm. She's not my little girl anymore. They're not interested she's, in the same thing. Yeah, she's going mm-hmm. more into womanhood than and leaving childhood. Mm-hmm. And I think as moms, we see that more on a daily basis and we're more aware of it. But I think for dads, that's just a sweet spot in their heart, especially with daughters that, oh, they are getting older and having to accept that. Right. One thing I saw that Bill did really well Um because as a mom, so much of your life is meals and diapers mm-hmm. and driving people places and the practical aspect right. of being a parent. And one of the things he did well is just special time. Yes. And would say, hey, you want to go and whatever it was and take somebody with him or even if it was just going to Home Depot to get stuff. Yes. And to invite them to go because I did that all the time. Right. Like, you know, boy, it's special. Let's go to the grocery store. Especially when you get to go by yourself. <laughs> but he would invite them in. Mm-hmm. And um, Bill was a lot of fun naturally. But I would recommend this to any dad to carve out some margin mm-hmm. and then invite one or more. And then when you're going, just be in the presence with that person and then maybe do something kind of fun, yeah. you know. Stop for an ice cream or yeah. right. go to the park or whatever, even if it's only for 10 minutes doing right. some. But I know we worked it so that my husband planned special time for each child. Wow. But each child didn't get it every week because we had five children. Right. So every week when Mike and I would do our planning meeting, the child whose turn it was, they knew they called it their special time. Mm -hmm. So he would take them somewhere. Sometimes it was just for an hour. He was, you know, a full-time active duty military guy. So when he could carve that hour out, that child got, sometimes they got to ask to do something. Sometimes they just went out to eat. Sometimes they just went to the park, but whatever it was. And I know that he continued that Pretty much, I think, through their teen years, as much as everybody was able, it gets harder as they get older, of course. Yeah, I would I would say don't try to overthink it because what yes. you're yeah. saying, it's yes. just consistency and yep. regularity is really what sticks in their minds and being available to them. And, and Tim would do the same things where 
we would have one a week. He'd take one a week because yeah. you can't do four dates a week. Yeah, exactly. But he would do one a week. And then life would happen. Things would get crazy. He would get off track and, yeah. you know, months would go by and he'd say, oh, gosh, I haven't been doing that lately. So just pick it back up. You right. know, if it's something you've not ever done before or you've gotten out of the habit, just pick it back up, yeah. whatever it looks like. Well, I'm thinking maybe someone who hasn't incorporated this intentionality. Mm -hmm. And, Dad, what I would say is it's okay. Yeah. That your kids really just want to be They just with want you, to be right? with you, yes. And so you don't have to have big conversations. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do anything. Just go grab something fun or there's a new burger joint or something. Right. And just say, hey, you want to go with me? And it doesn't have to be big. But just the intentionality yeah. that I'm with you and just being in their presence. Yeah. And then develop it as you're comfortable with it. And then it's it's just natural. I mean, my girls at their ages now, almost all out of the house, it's very natural for them to hang out with their dad yes. because he's made that, yeah. that intentional yeah. effort. Mm -hmm. But the, just take that first step. Mm -hmm. And, you know. My kids would say, you're not invited, Mom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say, thank you. I'm going to yes, do exactly. that. <laughs> Because there is something so special about dads. Mm -hmm. And even if they, like, as they get older, you know, you may not be getting the feedback that you got when they were younger. Mm -hmm. But dad, whatever your situation is as a dad, they just would love to have time with you. Yes. Because being with you and you're being very present with them means the world. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can say, you know, I had divorced parents and so there were lots of seasons where maybe I didn't have a lot of time with my dad, like quantity of time. Uh -huh. But there's certain little inside jokes we had or right. things that we would do. And, and that was fair. I took that as deep affection for my dad, yeah. even though it wasn't um, always rich conversations or vulnerable moments, I felt very loved through those silly little things. Yeah. So any effort I think a dad makes is very powerful. That's a really good point. I think that's excellent. I had a stepdad and um, I was not a very affectionate kid and I didn't particularly mm -hmm. want my stepdad hugging me for whatever reason. That was just me, not him. Mm -hmm. But so he'd just come by and give me the nuggie on the head or yes. whatever it's called. That was as close as I would let him come to showing me affection. And it was just, that was on me. He was much more affectionate to my sister because she, she allowed that. But I just, you know, I was 11 when he came into my life and I was sort of like, you know. Okay, but the fact that he reached out to you, did that mean something to you or was it not? As long as he reached out to me on my terms. And I think that's really, because that, that's, that's, yeah. that's why I mentioned my age. Mm -hmm. You know, my sister was a little bit younger, so she'd hop on his lap and hug him and things like that. But I was getting closer to being, you know, junior high age, and I didn't particularly want that. So he would show his affection, you know, mm -hmm. by rubbing, you know, doing that to my head until I finally said stop. You know, So it sounds like he he was really following your lead yeah. mm -hmm. on the signals you were sending, but he was giving yeah. as much effort as you would let yeah. him. He was he was trying and, you know, I didn't particularly want to be snuggled or cuddled mm -hmm. with, you know, by a stepdad that I hardly knew uh, right away. So, you know, we worked it all out and, you know, he was my dad the rest of my life and we were affectionate as adults. You know, I always hugged him and, you know, he put his arm around me and things like that. So we worked through it. But in those early years, it was just a little awkward because I wasn't used to having a stepdad. Right. I think that's... Really good advice for what the dad's asking, saying, mm -hmm. you know, 
they're too old for me to roll around the floor like we used to. So that what you're saying is listen to the lead of what your children are doing. Right. But stay in there. I know to say, dads, they're not saying get out of my life. That's right. Even if the words come across their yes. mouth, yeah. don't listen to it. Right. They desperately want a relationship with you, no matter mm-hmm. how they're acting. I mean, Ellen's a good example. She drew the boundaries, but your stepdad continued yeah. to stay there. And you, you eventually got over your mess yeah. where you could have a relationship. And yeah. still, all these years later, it was impactful enough that yeah. you're still remembering that. Yes, and I feel very loving and affectionate towards my stepdad, mm-hmm. you know, and he did the best he knew how to do. I mean, being a step-parent's just hard. Yeah. And so, you know, um, and I was definitely a hard child to parent, so that <laughs> <laughs> goes without saying for people that know me. But I know my husband has remained really affectionate with his daughters. They're all adults now and grown, and he stays that way with the grandchildren, the grandgirls, you know, just being, you know, being affectionate so that it's a natural, comfortable thing. Mm-hmm. So we're saying respect their boundaries, but don't abandon ship. Yeah. Yeah. Keep pursuing. Yeah. That's really good. Um you know, Christy, you're talking about connection is really what we all want, mm-hmm. you know. And so I liked you talked about like the inside jokes. Yeah. Well, to people who are gurus about relationships and communication, what makes you connected, shared humor is almost top mm-hmm. tier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they actually say an inside joke is one of the most connecting things that they're you think well, about when you're a kid and you had your best friend, you always had these little inside jokes and that you might be walking down the street and you know the same thing. You're both cracking yeah. up and everybody else is looking at you like, yeah. what is wrong with you? Well, I will give you an example and I'll try not to get teary when I say it. But so when I was in middle school, I would take ceramic painting classes. Mm-hmm. I love the Southwest theme in my bedroom and I, I was living with my dad at the time. And I painted this little coyote that was used as a doorstop. So every night my dad would tell me goodnight and he'd say, and night coyote. And, and just jokingly say night coyote to this ceramic coyote. I don't know why. It was just silly. So I was 11, 12 years old. Fast forward to, you know, he passed away in April. And in the last month of his life, I stayed a lot of nights there. And the first night I stayed the night there, he came in to tell me goodnight and and he said, night coyote. And oh, he was remembering everything very clearly at the time. But like you said, the that lingered the inside there. jokes yeah. stuck with him. I mean, that was that was your 20, 30 wow. years later. Yeah. Yeah. So it really is those silly, silly little things that can be so meaningful. Wow. Christy, it's, well, you know, they say dad jokes, bad dad jokes. Uh-huh. Actually, dads, they really enjoy the bad dad jokes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not the ones maybe that have a kind of a jab to them at all, right. but just the they're bad just dad bad. jokes. Yeah, they're yes. stupid you jokes. Know, but there's a reason why everybody shares and talks about them, mm-hmm. because everybody wants to be connected to their father like that. Um, well, I have an example of the bad dad joke. So <laughs> my husband texts, because, you know, teenagers, you text a lot to connect. So he texts one of our girls a bad dad joke of the, <laughs> of the week or day. I don't remember how often he does it. Well, then the, some of the other girls, I think, were getting kind of jealous. So he didn't want to do the same thing. So he, he did random emoji of the day. <laughs> so the, one of the girls gets random emoji of the day. One of them gets bad dad joke of the day. 
or week or whatever it is. And then another one loves music. And my husband loves like 90s grunge music because we're, (laughs) you know, 90s kids. And so he sends a Spotify link for a 90s grunge song of the day. (laughs) That's so cute. (laughs) And so, yeah, just silly little things like that that can be connection that even if time is limited. Yeah, and when your kids are old, they'll just chuckle remembering these fun things that their dad did for them. Yeah. Okay, and depending on the age of your children, they might really roll their eyes at you. Right. Yes. And say, oh, dad, oh, dad means oh yeah you care right and their hearts are connected and so keep it up dads this is great yes so here we are we've run out of time again and i'm really excited like we mentioned all you listeners who are moms that are married tell your husbands yeah share with them that we're trying to intentionally broaden our inclusion and we could use some questions Mm -hmm. so Even if they don't text it to us, moms, would you get us their questions? We would love to hear from them. Good. And the same with anyone else, you know. It can be grandparents, Mm -hmm. aunts and uncles, caregivers, like we talked about. Mm -hmm. Anybody that's out there that has some parenting questions that we can talk about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So everybody, (laughs) however you became a parent, remember, hang in there. Keep loving. Keep persevering because it's worth it. Thank you so much for listening to the Parenting Podcast. We hope it was encouraging to you and maybe gave you some new ideas to help or just a little lift in your parenting day. Remember, we drop our episodes every Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any. Like or share or leave your comments. We would love to hear from you. Feel free to go to our website, theparentingpodcast.com, where you can find talk notes and other resources. And of course, follow us on social media. We're glad you were here today and look forward to next time.